exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Welcome to Impact Exposure and our special edition tonight, Impact Sex Exposure, where I sit back and let the health experts at Olin Health Center take over. So for those who are not familiar to Impact Sex Exposure, do you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves? Absolutely. My name is Julia Rice. I'm Andrew Poole. I'm a health educator at Olin Health Center. I'm Christy. I'm Erica from Olin Health Center. And I'm Dr. D from Olin Health Center, and you're not just going to sit here and listen to us health experts. <laughs> you're going to tell us your Valentine's stories. So That's right. So what are we going to do tonight, Christy? We're going to talk about Valentine's Day, of course. It's coming up. A lot of stuff about that. Um, we're also going to talk about Healthy Sexuality Week and what that means. That's coming up, too, February 16th through the 20th. And kind of just, like, everything about sexuality, the media's portrayal of it, um, what students think of it, everything like that. And we're going to talk a little bit about Oprah's sex show. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about that, but it was pretty funny and I saw it. interesting. I, yeah. I have not it's seen it. Oprah happened. was freaked out. <laughs> she was freaked Oprah, out. Oprah, I thought she was going to have spasms. And I know. She croaked right there. When they Is it said, online still? Oh, so yeah, it's online. Yeah, it's online. So, online. Yep. I watched it with my dear partner who <laughs> freaked out the same way Oprah did. <laughs> so, so what happened? Well, we, we, let's give the number first so we can they Oh, can that's call right. If in. anyone has any questions, um, you can give us a call and talk to us. The phone number here is 432-3893. And we have a prize pack to be all prize packs. Absolutely. Complimentary mm -hmm. prize pack. If you call in with any question, any comment, anything tonight, we'll even throw in a complimentary maybe duck t-shirt. Yes, we have the, duck t-shirts. The famous duck t-shirts <laughs> that are going around campus. Quantities are limited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick, up, pick up chicks and all that, but mm -hmm. but the Oprah show, you know, Oprah does these shows now and then where she brings on you know special guests and then she does an online show, you know, so she brought on this guest, mm -hmm. Christy. I forget the person's name. Do you Dr. remember? Beardman or something? Dr. Dr. Beardman. Beardman or ba Beardman? Either either way, she was a sexologist and she was just. <laughs> what is a sexologist? A sexologist. What, what criteria does that? Uh, well, she was a sex therapist and a sexologist. Okay. Somebody who studies shocking. sex and does therapy, and they did an online thing so people could get online and ask questions, and it was just wild. I mean, it's my kind of show. Right. But but I think our kind of show. There were a lot. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, you speak for yourselves. <laughs> it was my kind of show because it was right in your face, you know, and, and you could call in any questions, and people were calling in questions from all over the world, basically, you know, and just, and they were, you know, you could see them because they had cameras and stuff, and it was no holds barred to the point where I thought Oprah was going to, was 
going to deliver right on the air. <laughs> she was just, she was delivering a cow because she was freaking out. Yeah. What was the craziest question that she got? Well, I think the anal sex question pulled, pushed her over the edge. And that, that's where she just couldn't, she, I can't go there. I just can't go there. You know, I can't go there. But there, there are all kinds of questions. How do I increase my orgasms, G-spots, you know, uh, what's the best position to use, you know, uh, uh, Clitorises. Two minutes in, we say clitorises. Uh, is it clitorises? Well, Clitoris. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I do sign your page. Be careful. Uh, but it, it, it was just too much for her in her, you know, you think she's really liberal no and, and really open to information because I've seen her do other online things about spirituality and stuff where she, she entertains all these ideas that are so out there. But when, when they got to anal sex, she just... <laughs> but when they started talking about, you know, dildos and toys and stuff, you know. One of the toys that they talked about on air, uh, Christy and Christy watched it, too. Yeah. That's darn thing sold out. What? Four hours, all over the nation. Four hours after the show. The, so. the, the toy? It might be back for, like, six weeks to two months. Wow. What, what is the toy? It was okay. some kind of vibrator thing. I don't remember the name <laughs> of it. It was, like, a specific brand one. I think um, the sex therapist on the show, she had um <clears throat> she had like a brand like that she owned or something or that she oh. made yeah, I had a clitoral, yeah. <laughs> it had a clitoral <laughs> stimulation thing. thing on it yeah it, it, like it's a busy beaver now it's, i have a clit something like aphrodisiac but it wasn't that word yeah aphrodites or something i think it was i well, don't know i have a collection of them that i bring to my class when I, whenever i do my class <laughs> And they're all, they're, they're all laughing here. No, it is a collection. It's academic. Uh -huh. None of them have been used. Uh, I bring in the class, and one of them is the Busy Beaver, which is... <laughs> See, Andrew's doing what Oprah did right now. He's, he's just losing it. He's just turning all red here. But it's, it, it's a clitoral stimulation that you can use, and so I think that's the one that's sold out. But it was very popular. You can get it online if you Google Oprah's sex show probably you'll mm -hmm. be able to online and do it so that was yep. oprah yep so what are we going to talk about today well, we can start off with valentine's day since it's coming up the quickest we should so. probably do the question of the day for the people to call in mm -hmm. yeah so question of the day what are your plans for valentine's day and not only that but what are your feelings about valentine's day do you think it's like something that you have to celebrate with your significant other do you think you can celebrate it with your friends as well do you like it do you hate it is it a corporate hallmark holiday yeah oh, how do you yeah. feel about it and what are your plans for it so call in anytime during the show give us your answer you get a prize back and prize the number back. is four three two three eight nine three and what's in that prize back what's what, what all is in there well, Valentine's Day, you need candy in there for sure. Some candy. Blow pops. Blow right? pops. Yeah, some some tannums. Some tannums. Some, some, some lube. <laughs> Maybe. I think Play we have some flavored some lube. Some flavored lube. Some good new flavors. We, we brought some flavored lube for you to try tonight. We did. Oh, no. And you don't know what kind it is. <laughs> number four. <laughs> it's number four. And if you were it's in the studio flavor. right now, you would yeah. see this big old green dildo right in front. <laughs> It's the biggest one out of all the ones at Olin, so that's why well, I took it You didn't have to today. describe it that way. I mean, it's like the jelly green. I like that noise it made when you just it's, slammed it, it up. It's green. It's green, too, so we're going to do Suction. some of that. Yeah. But we're going to have all kinds of things in there. We're going to put a Sexual Etiquette 101 book in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Andrew will give you your, your selection of the duck t-shirts, right, yes. Andrew? Yes, you're interested in a duck campaign t-shirt. They're really cool. So, yeah. Colin, what's your, what's your feelings? Because some people absolutely despise Valentine's Day. And some people love I have to celebrate it because my dear partner's birthday is on Valentine's Day. Oh, oh. can't get a well, I, I never forget. Yeah. That's <laughs> that way. Two for one. Yeah. Right but I know she's listening, and I am buying you two gifts, honey. <laughs> two gifts. One for Valentine's and one for your birthday. But some people don't like it. You know, it's been interesting. Mm -hmm. I know Christy did some surveys, too. But mm -hmm. Colin, give us your feelings about Valentine's Day. Yes. Why people like it, why they don't like it, mm -hmm. what are you doing? You want to show your Valentine's stories well, now? Well, all I can say is I hated Valentine's Day for a long time because two years in a row, my senior year and my freshman year, got dumped the day before. Ouch. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> the day before? Aww. The day That's before, crazy. two years in a row. Oh. So sad. I'm sorry That's to hear that. Terrible. That's okay. And That's you right. would probably, I mean, if you would have, if you had a chance at all to read <laughs> Read the question in the column today. That's probably how you felt about oh, men. I read that. Yeah. <laughs> All men are pigs. All men are pigs. Yes. Uh, that was the question that's I got. That's not 
That's really not true, uh, but uh, obviously this person felt it at the time. Uh, and so, but we're sorry about that, that you got dumped on there. If those boys are out there, uh, that was Shame not good. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. that pressure where this day comes up and you either, you know, you fake it or you're just like, see you later. So. Yeah, that was some screwy timing by those guys. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I mean, it's better than, like, having them be like, oh, yes, yeah. let me yeah, give you this. The day and like, then the day after Valentine's Day. They're that trying that to get out true. of buying yeah. you dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you like it now? Or do you still dislike it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I've never, I don't think I really celebrate fully. I mean, last year, my boyfriend just kind of, he found, like, these flyers, like, just, like, on Grand River, and just, like, took one of those, just, like, you know, a, a pink sheet of paper, and then he, like, found some ugly old lady online, a picture, and printed it off, and he wrote, he wrote, um, I know your Valentine's Days in the past haven't been that great, but at least you don't look like this lady. Oh, <laughs> oh Valentine's <my> Day. <laughs> so, I, I, I think, we, I think we need to give her a prize pack. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I miss Valentine's Day like in elementary school when you got Valentine's from all your classmates. That's right. That's I love Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Was awesome. Like you got to make the mailboxes. I was yeah, good at exactly. That. Was I awesome. think, did everybody do that? I no, think. we should we do that at all. Yeah. The whole day make the mailboxes. We just had like. Brown paper bags. <laughs> Put them in there. Nice and easy, I guess. The good old but days when it was about were. getting cool pictures and on Valentine's as opposed candy. to not like your crushes. Mm. My favorite are those little candy carts with the saints. Yes. They gotta come up with some better ones though, because they're getting a little lame. Yeah, they're just, oh, they've, they've stayed the same since the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and at some point in the show, we'll also talk about the other part that Oprah talked about, which, and, and you said it, and then it reminded me that there was a whole thing on, on faking orgasms and mm-hmm. faking lovemaking and how how a large majority of women do it uh, in probably heterosexual and gay relationships, both, but they fake orgasms and why they fake them. So we'll talk about that, too. So if you've ever faked an orgasm, call in. <laughs> we may even give you two T-shirts, <laughs> complimentary like T-shirts. That. And again, four three two three eight nine three. So I mean, we so, won't let you fake it on the phone, though. So what's what's the value? What's the value of Valentine's Day? I mean, why, why do people? I mean, and some some people say it's a Hallmark Day, but you know, what's the value of it? Is there a value to it? I don't know about value, but I think a certain day to set aside your sentiments and whether it should be one day a year or. 364 days a year, I think, is open for discussion, but I don't think it necessarily has to be all Hallmark. I think you can do fun, cute things without, mm-hmm. yeah, without you know, a card and candy and flowers. Well, I'll, I'll tell a little story about my parents. Um, not about me just yet, but um, my parents have been married for 35 years, and my mom is one of those people that just loves to go all out. I'm the same way. Loves to surprise my dad. My dad is the complete opposite. He <laughs> forgets birthdays and doesn't think money should be spent on Christmas. <laughs> and God love my dad. But Valentine's Day, he actually remembers. And I think, you know, it's it's something that both my parents look forward to, and it's something that they can celebrate um, kind of similar to their anniversary. But it's, you know, just acknowledging how long they've been together and how much they care for each other. I think there's a little bit of sentiment to it. Andrew, what are you going to do this Valentine's Day? I don't know yet. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. He still it. has a week and a half. Yeah, there's there's time. <laughs> I already sent her like a thing on Facebook, so I'm I'm ahead of the I'm ahead of the curve. You're, you're <laughs> copying out. You're going to send her I a Facebook like a heart little greeting, a little. Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was like oh. a little card for one person. What did you say, Dennis? <laughs> I said you're going to cop out and send her one of these little Facebook. Uh, What's well, not a cop out? It's actually bonus points because it's before the holiday. Okay, well I, do, I have to say something though about electronic <laughs> Valentine's. I'm not ripping on you because I I know. No, I I, 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 I think Go I'm going to agree with what you're going to say anyway. So. I just feel like you know, as technology comes about, it's just it's a little bit more impersonal, and I think people should honestly get back to. This sounds really corny, but those homemade cards. I think they are so adorable. <laughs> I would love it if a boy gave one to me. <laughs> And there have been a few, but not recently. And they're just really, I mean, they're sweet, because you know it comes from the heart. They're handmade. I think people need to get back to the little things. Making dinner, not necessarily going out. Staying in is okay. You save money, especially in this economy. Especially in Valentine's Day. I agree. Day. Showing, yes. showing that you took some time out for someone is is obviously going to have more of an impact. So. Mm-hmm. It's the little <clears throat> things. Yeah, definitely. 
And it doesn't have to be romantic. Actually, last, last Valentine's Day, I'm not a romantic person at all. So I started dating this guy, and um, I didn't want anything for Valentine's Day. And my roommate was good friends with him, so she was, like, trying to tell him, like, don't give me anything for Valentine's Day. She says that she doesn't want anything. But he ends up getting me something, and actually it was, like, the coolest gift ever. It was, uh, like, a surgery kit, like, for practice surgeries. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, bought it at the med school, and that was, like, the best gift, even though it was not romantic at all. I loved it. So, what do you practice on? Like, oranges. You, like, uh, cut out orange, and then you... Suture it? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a suture kit. Yeah, okay, if you have yep. a weird Valentine's <laughs> Please call in. And that was the, definitely the best Valentine's present, yeah, that I would ever get, I think. <laughs> Not is, romantic, but perfect. That is a Valentine's <laughs> It's exactly what I wanted, because I always said I wanted one, but my parents were, like, looking at me like I was crazy. So <laughs> I, I never got one. I, I would look at you like crazy, too. Yeah. Do you really sell oranges with it? I have, yeah. I haven't done it in a long time since, like, last year, but I tried. I bought a book, and it's not that good of a book. It's, like, from the 1950s, so... I need a new book that shows me how to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving yeah. on, though. Moving on from Moving surgery on. and I stuff. mean, we went out to dinner, too, so that was, like, a nice thing. Romantic part. Well, we, we usually have, uh, in the past, uh, Olin has sponsored what we call Healthy Sexuality Week. Uh, right around Valentine's Day, kind of coinciding with it. You know, I think the whole concept of Valentine's Day comes with the spring, you know, and, and the romance of spring, and people start to get the hormones going, you know, somebody's going to call and say, no, it's not hormones going, you know what I mean, springtime, you know, <laughs> love starts to bloom, all that New stuff. Life, yes. uh, but, you know, I, I know we talked about it too, and if I asked you what healthy sexuality was, what would you say? What is healthy sexuality? I mean, we call it a healthy sexuality week. What does that all mean? It really is a, about, you know, talking about different aspects of it, and not just one thing, and not just sex even. You know, we're planning a couple of events that have nothing to do with sex per se. It's just touch therapy and massage and just how even that alone could be intimate. Um, so whatever really, you know, fits with you and your definition of, of sexuality. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be sex. It can be sensuous and mm -hmm. at the same time. But overall, there's been a lot of debate in, in the country. I mean, I mean, everywhere you look from the federal level down to, you know, Planned Parenthood, everyone's talking about either putting money in for contraceptives or talking about STDs as opposed to STIs. Uh, what, what does this all mean? We're, we're, we're going to be hosting a Healthy Sexuality Week. I mean, more than just what we're doing in a week, what does healthy sexuality mean? Um, I, I think going along with what Erica said, it's, it's a lot of things. It incorporates feelings, emotions, intellectual conversation. I mean, it's, it's physical. There's so many things to it. I mean, flirting. That's that mm -hmm. sexuality. You you exude sexuality throughout the day. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Healthy sexuality. What does it all mean? Well, I think it's about it's about uh, being comfortable with yourself. Um, it's about uh, freedom to express yourself uh, in whatever you f feel is the most comfortable way for you to express yourself um and you know it's it's kind of it's hard to define specifically healthy sexuality um it's sort of one of those things that maybe you know it when you see it i think you know even just acknowledging that it's there or that it's okay to acknowledge it yeah yeah well yeah i think that's that's probably half the battle is being able to even talk about it because a lot of times uh especially in our society we're not able to talk about it or or we mm -hmm. feel um, kind of held back by what society tells us or or what society tells us is appropriate to, to say or do. And um, being able to move past that is healthy. So maybe Oprah's show, something yeah. outside the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of times it's definitely misinterpreted as, like, being involved with sex. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not doing it or not, like, in a relationship with anyone. Wait a minute, did you just say you're not doing it? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have a sexuality, and that's so not true. And I think it's really kind of hard for people to, like, think about that and understand it, kind of. But you don't have to be with someone to be sexual. Right, exactly. Well, you saw the example of it with even how Oprah reacted to, I mean, it's sort of that, that's, that's kind of a microcosm of, 
what you see in our society is mm-hmm. when people are talking about sex or it gets even a little bit racy, mm-hmm. people kind of say, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, back up, you know, and like, yeah. I'm nervous and stuff. Yeah. I think she said a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a mentor, mm-hmm. right? You've been in the hall. So what, what do you think the average student out there, I mean, we're all kind of uh, engrossed in healthy sexuality. We talk about it all the time. What, what do you think the students in, in the residence halls think healthy sexuality is? Um, I actually had a conversation with someone this week about it. Um, she was talking about um, just just people she observes and how some people just seem like very sexual people. You know, you get the the girls with like the perfect figure and have like the you know sexy voice and you know just know how to handle themselves around guys and um, and she was talking about how those type of people interact with let's say like her boyfriend and it makes her feel very insecure and she's like I feel like I'm not like a sexual person like I'm not like sexy like that you know and 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 but I don't know. I've heard her stories. I know that she is a sexual person. But maybe she doesn't flaunt it like that, you know? And I think, and she was like, you know, she had this inner battle, you know, am, am, am I sexy? Am I a sexual person? Well, yes, but I, but I think just her issue was, I feel like, you know, when I, when I carry myself, um, people don't label me, like, as, mm-hmm. as such or so. Well, oh, that's the, interesting, because I, I think you, you kind of talk about... Um, what she, it sounds like she's worried about people that maybe have this overt sexuality and and she's really maybe not that type of person and she's with her boyfriend her boyfriend's with her for a reason and it's maybe because that's that's what he that's what is attracted attractive to him when he sees someone that's not that overtly sexual and and there's more so it's 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 basically finding the right person for you um it's an individual thing well, do you folks think that you can be a sexual person without being sexually active? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You're not going to get away with just saying that. What I, just, I just absolutely. remember in, in even just elementary school, there was one girl that I went to elementary school with, and just even from kindergarten, like, she was a sexual person. And, of course, wow. you're no, what do you she's, mean by she's not, she's not, she's not having, she, I mean, she's not having sex in kindergarten, but just the way she carries herself. Like, I, I just remember this memory of her in second grade playing, like, cats and dogs, the boys. And she's walking around, like, you know, these, like, you know, like, smooth, I, I can't, these, like, smooth moves. And then she's, like, and this one of the guys is, like, I'm the angry dog, and she's like, I'm the sexy cat. <laughs> Just <laughs> second grader. A lot of elementary school references. If you could only see the movements she's been making, <laughs> she was acting it out in studio. I was. Well, and I think part of this goes back to you're talking about Valentine's Day. I think some of the reasons why people don't like Valentine's Day because it tends to celebrate love and love making and, and relationships. And why can't you celebrate Valentine's Day just on your own? I mean, you know, we say this and somebody always says, well, you know, that's so stupid. But, I mean, you're supposed to love yourself. And you're supposed to love your body. And you're supposed to love who you are as a male or female. I mean, that's how it works. I mean, in order to really love somebody else, you got to kind of fall in love with yourself. And that's why what I usually tell people on Valentine's Day, if nothing else, go out and treat yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, go to a movie yourself. Go to dinner by yourself. Buy yourself flowers. Even I mean, what's so, what's so bad about that? Or even make it a day with your friends. I know I've done that before. And, you know, get a bunch of girlfriends together and go see a chick flick or, you know, go have dessert or, you know, fondue or something fun that you wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. Just make it about you mm-hmm. and your friends and having yeah. a good time. I remember doing that in high school. It was like, it was, um, you know, Singles Awareness Day on Valentine's <laughs> Day. And like, Single like, Awareness like Day? Single Awareness Day. And I think all of my friends were single except for one. And the one person who wasn't got all mad that she couldn't come to dinner with us. Like, Sorry, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> <That's allowed." laughs> well, she shows it, up and she's like, oh, I dumped him. <laughs> I think it does. It, it, unfortunately, it tends to celebrate couples. You know, I think Valentine's Day should be, you know, re-looked at as a way of just embracing your own sexuality. Because you can't, I mean, you are a sexual person. I don't care if you don't describe yourself or not. If you are male or female, you have a sexual identity. You have a sexuality. Because you don't express yourself or you don't do the cat-like movements, (laughs) you can be the sexy cat. cat. (laughs) doesn't mean you're not sexual. I mean, a lot of what we're talking about here is more sensuality than sexuality. I mean, you know, 
you kind of portray your senses and and you kind of uh, the flirting and all that stuff. That's all about sensuality. I mean, uh, one of the the question that I had today about the uh, why are all men pigs? Uh, <laughs> she talked about the fact that you know the guy smelled. He never he never he never actually took a shower. Uh, I, I could have read the whole question. The question went on. <laughs> but the fact is, you know, for her, sexuality and, and things and how she saw other people was wrapped up in how they smelled and how they took care of themselves and how they portrayed themselves. So it's not all... When you say healthy sexuality, usually most people think, well, he's free of STIs, which is sexually transmitted infections, and not sexually transmitted diseases. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> sexually transmitted infection. Uh... He or she doesn't have a child or is not pregnant, and, you know, uh, they're not, uh, what, a slut or a hoe right. or a player or anything like that. They're just, they're, not they're healthy. Right. Yeah. They, they've only had two partners instead of 55, you know. So yeah. that's not healthy sexuality because you can, you, know, you can have many partners and still be a healthy individual. It's how you portray yourself and how you look at yourself and how you look at other people. Uh, healthy sexuality has nothing to do really with having a sexually transmitted infection or having a child or anything like that. That's that's kind of bogus, actually. I said bogus, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Pretty bad. What do you guys think? Well, should we ask for another caller for the question of the day? For yeah. our Valentine's Day yeah. story? Oh, we should just remind them that it's 432-3893. Well, I think everybody's probably listening to uh, uh, Jennifer Granholm. It's her state of the state going on right now. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know very many people. Okay. I thought that was a couple days ago. No, it was today, actually. Oh, okay. uh, so, so, we're talking about, uh, you know, healthy sexuality and being sexually active. Uh, uh, how's imp how important is it to have uh, people understand what healthy sexuality is? I think it's very important. I, I mean, earlier Andrew said that, you know, what is healthy sexuality? He said being comfortable and... Um, you know, with who you are and, and, you know, what you like or what you want. I think that kind of plays into why people are so insecure about or, or even not even able to answer that question because they're not sure what it is. When you look at going into the next thing we have on here is media, um, you know, media nowadays, what what is portrayed as, as sexuality or sexy? It's, you know, being provocative. It's not very much clothes on. I mean, you see all these reality TV shows, and um, like the girl in the dorm, you know, she might be feeling uncomfortable because she doesn't do those things. She doesn't exude those qualities, per se. Um, you know, why is she so uncomfortable with that and not comfortable with what she, what she does or who she is? It's, I think it has a lot to do with media. Well, you know, we, we got the question of the day out there, which is, you know... What do you got planned for Valentine's Day? But maybe, maybe even a better question, and we'll we'll jazz up that prize pack if we have to. Uh, we'll maybe put in that sexy cat thing. <laughs> a free performance. But yes. you know, the question is, if you are comfortable with your sexuality, why? What is it that makes you comfortable with your sexuality? I think everyone kind of looks at it different differently. Uh, you know, some people may be comfortable with their sexuality because. Uh, they're very secure in being a male or female, or they like the body image, or don't care what other people think about their body, except it. But if you if you're comfortable with your sexuality, call in and tell us why you are. I mean, that's very important. I think that's and that can be a fluid thing too. You could be comfortable with your sexuality one day, and, and maybe not so much the next day. That's important to remember. And again, the number is four three two three eight nine three. So call in, and we will jazz up that prize back today. Uh, so what else? I think it's interesting that you bring up body image because, um, you know, we do, I think, kind of have this idea in America of what's sexual and what's not and, mm -hmm. um, you know, how are you sexy and how do you portray that. And I was on vacation where there happens to be a lot of European um, people and just the things that they felt comfortable wearing on the beach or not wearing on the beach. <laughs> you know, it was really, yeah, and just their whole uh, perspective was really different and it was kind of refreshing, you know, that oh, well, you know, if they have a muffin top or, you know, they wanted to wear a Speedo, like, that was okay to them, and they were comfortable. Um, and it was just very different to, you know, to kind of see that, and, you know, it's it's not about wearing your string bikini and having a six-pack, and they're comfortable with themselves, and it was it was really kind of truly refreshing to see that. But, uh, and I think the media thing is important right now because I've just kind of been just floored by this whole thing. Of, uh, I saw it uh, when I came home the other night about Jessica Simpson, putting on oh. a few pounds, oh, no, and it's yeah. this national thing happy. that yeah. 
yeah. he's put on a few pounds, and everyone's talking about it. My, my God, even Barack Obama said something about it in his interview on the Super Bowl. And I was like, dude, the woman put, put a, she's eating. Let her yeah. eat. Yeah, and I she's mean, older. Like, what? Does that not happen when you get older? Come on. Well, I well, remember. Well, to some people. <laughs> I remember when she first became famous, like, here she was, like, wasn't super muscular, wasn't super skinny, and she was, like, belting out these notes, like, you know, and then you see someone like Britney Spears, who's just kind of like her voice is, you know, electronically distorted. She's like not really <laughs> singing. She just can dance and she works out a lot. Um, and then you saw Jessica Simpson just slowly fitting into that mold, working out a lot, mm-hmm. not yeah. being, you know, not just having the image that she came with, you know, just like looked like a normal person, but really had talent. And then slowly her voice started to get electronically distorted. She wasn't singing anymore, and here she was <laughs> doing the dance moves and working out a lot, you know, and just, like, to see people just transform like that because of the pressure. And I guess, yeah, it is in the media, like you said before. Well, well I mean, it's, the, it's the homogenization of, of the media where it, there's a, it's like you said, there's a mold that, that people feel like they have to fit into. And and that of course gets beamed out to everybody. And so, like your friend in the dorm who mentioned, you know, there's these girls that that maybe fit this mold more more so than she does, and and she maybe aspires to that, but but maybe doesn't. And and so the impression is out there that that's what all guys want or something, or that's what all girls want, when really it's as individual as anything else. But it just doesn't seem that way because we see it so much in the media. It's beat into our brains that this is how it should be, and this is what you should be interested in. And it really is a media-created situation. I mean, they took pictures and stuff. Let the woman eat. Just leave her alone, and, and because that sends all kinds of messages, you know, focusing on, on the weight that she has gained. It's not the weight she has gained. It's the weight that she needs at that time. She ate, and that's it. Leave it alone. But, well, and so many of those things, too. It's, it, it is media perception. I mean, have you ever taken a bad picture or a picture shows up on Facebook and you're like, whoa. And it's really just a bad angle, you know, and you, and you see all these celebrities and stuff and they pick the worst possible picture and then they turn it into a big scandal. It's like, you know, it's never people. ending. It, and there's a whole industry people. built around, you know, critiquing these people. So that's why you keep seeing it. I think it was, you know, Tyra Banks at one point, yeah. and Jennifer Love Hewitt, who had, quote-unquote, unflattering pictures taken of themselves on vacation. And, you know, they this huge media uproar around, you know, well, how could you have those cellulite thighs hanging out on the beach? And, you know, they completely forget that they're human and they're it's on like, vacation. I'm on the beach. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to have a good time, and that the focus. So we probably have to take a break right now so you can hear more about healthy sexuality um, in a few minutes. And again, the question of the day is, what are your plans for Valentine's Day? And we also threw out questions like the other one. If you're comfortable with your sexuality, uh, then let us know why. And then again, the number is 432-3893. And think about it over break and give us a call. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a game member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, the Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893. And now, back to exposure. Welcome back to Sex Exposure. Again, if you want to call in with any comments or questions, our phone number is 432-3893. Now back to sexual health. Yeah, we, we, were, we were debating at break about uh, uh, Valentine's Day, but I know Christy did a survey on Valentine's Day on 
Good old Facebook. Yep, it's the best way to get things out there nowadays. So, so. what'd you find? What's, what's, right. what's the verdict? Well, I had three questions I put out there, and I had 14 people answer them. Three of them were boys, and 11 of them were girls. So girls are definitely the overwhelming majority. And they're all, like, college-aged people. So um, the first question was, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Two people said they loved it. Seven said they liked it. And four said they disliked it, and one of them said strongly dislike it. Wow. So for the most part, people seem to like it, which is cool, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Uh, the second question was, how are you planning on celebrating this Valentine's Day? The majority said they were going out with their friends. Five of them said that. Three said they were going out with their significant other. Three said they weren't celebrating it, and then three others said they weren't sure what they were doing yet, depending on either going out with their friends or hanging out with their boyfriend girlfriend. And the last question said, in my opinion, Valentine's Day is a blank holiday. And you had to fill in the blank. <laughs> Some words you can't say on the air. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so filling in the blank was um, cute and romantic. Two people said that's what they thought Valentine's Day was. Six people said worthwhile and fun. Five people said Valentine's Day was pointless. And one said that it was annoying and stupid. <laughs> oh, so. Is that the guy that dumped you? No, that would probably be me. <laughs> no, no, probably <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what, like the first question, most people seem to like it. They said worthwhile and fun. So, and well, actually, five of them said pointless. So it's pretty close. To well, it, it, is it is it an outdated celebration? I mean, is is it run its course? Uh, is it? It's kind of like you know. Sometimes I think of. <coughs> boy, I'm gonna get calls on this one. Sometimes I think of Valentine's Day like Christmas. You know, like everyone's nice one day out of the year. You mm -hmm. know, and give gifts to everyone. Everyone, you know, says, "Oh, what a wonderful spirit of, you know, loving and stuff." And then the next day, screw you. Yeah. You know, kind of <laughs> thing. And it's Valentine's Day. You know, you show a lot of love on Valentine's Day to your partner, and you buy him flowers and stuff. And the next day, okay. Mm -hmm. Back to the way it was. So, was so you making dinner tonight? Yeah, it's <laughs> too romantic. You didn't, you didn't wash. You didn't wash the dishes, dude. <laughs> flowers are wilting. So, I mean, is it is it really pointless? I mean, you got five people that say pointless. I mean, yeah, it's not a huge <laughs> sample here, but right. Um, yeah, I had some people leave comments about it too, and one of them said that they just thought it was a Hallmark holiday, but that it could be fun and romantic and exciting. Just depends on the year. I think yeah. it's interesting, too, that, that a male said <laughs> that, that the idea of the holiday is cute, and it's nice to have fun with it. Yeah, yeah both of the guys said good things about it. Nothing wrong with Valentine's Day, and it's cute and nice to have fun well, with it. Kudos well, to them. what's that say? I mean, does Valentine's Day give permission to guys to be able to do something maybe. nice? Maybe that's why guys <laughs> seem to be more okay with it than Do you think it's girls' too? permission to do something nice, or the feeling that they have to do something nice? Well, ob it's an obligation. <laughs> I think it depends well, on the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think actually, now that you said that, that guys sometimes feel like they'll get made fun of if they're doing cute things or like, you know, that kind of thing. I don't even or like know. like they're whipped or something? Yeah, yeah. whipped, exactly. And oh, on Valentine's Day, they are allowed to do something <laughs> nice without anyone being like, well, you're whipped, you're ridiculous. Like, right. She's got well, you. Tied on a leash. I'm yeah, here. Exactly. You know, and it doesn't just have to be guys giving uh, to uh, to women. It's, it can be either way, but I've seem to be very competitive at times, you know. I brought her flowers, candy, we went oh. to dinner and did a massage. Well, I did this, you know. So, mm -hmm. Dude, come on. Where are those guys? I know, oh my gosh. Well, uh, there's far and few between. Yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that's your survey. Uh, I mean, it gives you kind of a look at it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's Valentine's Day. Hopefully that uh, those people who want to celebrate it uh, will do it in a way that... Uh, it's meaningful to them. Well, yeah. and it's it's sort of like Erica said, you know, you can use it as a holiday to hang out with your friends, and I mean, because it's supposed to be, I mean, it's about love. That's that's what the holidays for, supposedly, whether Hallmark says so or, or um, not. But so you know, it's about friends and family, and and it's supposed to be specifically about your significant other, but it doesn't have to be. I think yeah, if you know, if you're single, so what? Have fun with it, and I think it's a great reminder to be okay with yourself and to love yourself like Dennis said. I think that's great. And you can love yourself. We're not talking about masturbation. Oh, but that <laughs> made it too. Whenever I show. say that, someone says, yeah. what are you talking about masturbation? What this mention of masturbation in memory of Aaron Wilson. <laughs> 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 On that note, we have our first caller. Yay. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. yeah. First caller. 
Hello, you're on Impact Sexposure. Sweet. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to comment on Valentine's Day. Um, excuse me if it appears to be or sounds to be sexist. It's really not because I actually am one to uh, go all out on Valentine's Day. Um, but I think what it's become is I'm surprised by your results of the survey that most guys are okay with it. I think what it's become is an expectation for males to go all out. And if they don't, their girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever you may go, don't have a big story to tell their friends the next day. You go out and like, oh, guess what so-and-so did for me. They don't have that. So the boyfriend looks bad and the boyfriend gets pissed off. But. <laughs> I, I, so they're I, always I, being compared to all their other, you know, friends, boyfriends, whether they know them or not. I, I don't disagree with. Right? I mean, I don't disagree with you. That's what I meant in my final, my comment just before you call it. It gets very competitive. You know, they try to outdo each other, and then their story is the next day. And uh, I wouldn't disagree with you. That's why I think sometimes that Valentine's Day it, it's run its course, and I think it's time to kind of <laughs> really run in trouble here. Get rid of it, and just talk about how you can be how you can be appropriate with your partner all the time. You know, he doesn't Absolutely. have to have a special day to do this. A special day to give permission, a special day to be competitive and say, hey, next day, this is what happened to me. I tend to agree with you. But what they, right. what will they put on the shelves between Christmas and St. Patrick's Day, then? There's <laughs> no... well, you ask, you know, if you will, you know, ask, like, change the survey to the, girl, like the girls of, of Valentine's Day. So, so what are your plans for your boyfriend? You know, I would probably say a good majority of those are going to be, oh, I'm making him this or I'm getting this, which is always a cute thing, right? But the majority of the the whole entire day goes to the man, who's planning dinner, who's making dinner, where are we going, what are we doing? And the girl is responsible for a gift. And this is the perfect example because girls always use the excuse like, oh, well, if I just go down on him, you know, or, oh, well, today. well yeah, what's there any different from yesterday or the day after that? <laughs> Well, you're, you're making most of the women here blush, so I just want you to know that. Uh, I think there was, I think there was two questions. <laughs> the first question was what? Uh, well, it was about the responsibility of 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 who is supposed to do what on Valentine's Day, the the guy or the girl. And the well, second question, I, I kind of missed. Know it's the guy's responsibility, right? Say that again. Most people know that that's that's the guy's responsibility. I don't even think that's a question. It tends you to ask be, your yeah. girlfriend, so what are we doing for Valentine's Day? She's going to laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, though. I mean, I've actually yeah. never seen it the other way yeah. at all. Well, and, and again, that's that's the society thing. What, right. what was the second thing you were saying? I don't know. I was rambling. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I lost you when you said went down on her. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The gift part. <laughs> oh, that was the gift. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I got yeah, it. No, I, I agree with you. And, you know, and for calling in and giving us your expectations and, and your, your perceptions on it, we do have a special uh, prize pack for you that you can use on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just make sure you leave your name with uh, our friend in the booth there. Wait, wait, wait. That being said, what are your plans for Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing uh, well, for live, your girlfriend? I live about seven hours from uh, from my girlfriend, so I'll be making the, the trek. Oh, okay. Um, that's quite oh, the track. She better get you a good present. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mention it on air. Thank you. That's a pretty good present as it stands. Seven-hour drive. Thanks yeah. for calling in. And stay in the line so you can uh, get your prize pack. Okay. Right, bye. Drive safe. Well, you, know, you make some good points. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, Smart guy. That whole idea that, uh, uh, you know... Uh, What's it all about? And what are the expectations? And is it set up t to be just kind of one of those holidays where you go, okay, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we have to do it, and this is what you're going to get in return, and then next day, yeah, you know. So. Well, and I think that whole thing goes back to not just Valentine's Day. That's sort of a a cultural thing that we still have where, you know, it, if you go on a first date with someone, who's expected to pay? Oh, I hate that. You know, it's, it's the same It's the same the same story there so it's it's not that way with everybody but that's what it, what's expected in our society mm -hmm. yeah. you said you hate it Julia? yeah well i feel like okay there's a guy that i work with at one of my other jobs and one of the first things he said to me was you know if if you are asked out to a movie do you let the guy pay i said well <laughs> really depends on what do I think of the guy and how well I know him. I said, if I really want to keep it casual, 
then I'll drive myself and I will pay for myself and then see how it goes from there. And he said, well, that's not fair. Guys are always supposed to pay. That's just how it is. And I disagree. Yeah. I absolutely disagree. I think that's the way it used to be. And I pride myself in knowing that I make enough money to pay for myself and do do nice things. Now, that could be seen as kind of, I don't know, no, annoying. No. I, I think you're right. I think that's one of the one of the ten warning signs of you're in trouble with a relationship already is whenever a man or a woman said that's the way it is mm-hmm. and that's the way it should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. You know you got trouble right there. That's when you go, okay, I think it's time to leave uh, because they're pretty entrenched in, in, the, in their beliefs. And I really think people should, in most cases, if they're going to go out on a date, pay their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, just get get the tension out of the way. And if, if there's tension there, then, then discuss it right up front. The problem with most of the, the relationships that start, they don't ask enough questions. You never ask enough questions because, oh, it's just not romantic to ask questions. Are you a serial killer? If you're able to communicate about those sort of things, though, that's that's the start of building a relationship. I mean, because those are more sensitive things to talk about. Yeah. No, I agree. And I'm going to go to the other side of this because I've been known to do this. I am a girl. Um, you know, I've had a couple longer relationships, and I know that I've, you know, the last one I was in, you know, we had been dating for quite a while, and it's, you know, you almost want them to pay because you've gotten to that really comfortable spot where it's like, okay, I'll pay this time and you'll pay next time mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's, you know, sometimes you just get to that point, you're like, I'm the girl and I want to be taken out <laughs> yeah. on a darn date. Like, I want to be taken to dinner me. and I want you to pay and then I want you to, you know, take me to a movie kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, some, I, I know uh, there's lots of other girls out there that have done that, but... Okay, fair. so now I have the, the next question for my column. First one was, all men are pigs, and second one is, all women are cheap. No! <laughs> I just got done telling you I work like, three jobs and pride myself in that. But, but no, I have a question, though, because sometimes I've been put in a situation once where, like, I guess I was on a date and didn't really realize I was on one. That's a second warning sign. But then, then it comes to, like, this person, like had already bought me a concert ticket and so like oh, wow. at the concert like I gave them money and I was like here's here's my ticket and he like got offended like yeah no like this was a date and I was supposed to pay and so like <laughs> sometimes there's that pressure on the first date where it's almost like offensive if the girl mm-hmm. pays I feel because then maybe the guy doesn't feel like it's an actual date yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's sure. an insult to their if you were well, on a date you, and you, you weren't sure you were on a date then you <laughs> yeah. may, that was your that was, that was yours or his first mistake I mean you should yeah talk that might about be on him too because he didn't try to communicate it yeah well, I mean it, if he had that whole length of time he maybe either didn't work up the courage to say hey by the way this, yeah, I was kind of thinking whose job this is that is yeah, it his no, job to say no. okay are, are we going on a date? Well, what we're talking about, is, all we're talking about is communication. Yeah, right, but at that point, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I would be so embarrassed to be like, so is this a date or not a date? Like, I would not be able to do that. I have to admit, I couldn't. No. Well, I think everyone in that situation at some point where you're, where you're, you're with somewhere, yeah. you're somewhere with someone, and it maybe is just a one-on-one thing, and then you maybe realize afterward, hey, was that a date or not? I think it's happened to everybody, and sometimes... Right. That's just the way. Yeah. The way it goes. Well, this is a stimulating conversation <laughs> for me. I mean, and so I mean, I just never thought that someone would go on a date and realize, is this a date or what? Well, I think that's part of well, that's part of how the the, the culture is changing. Just like the thing where a guy is expected to run Valentine's Day or, or or a guy is expected to pay on the first date. Things are changing in our society where that's maybe not the expectation anymore. Just like how you can actually go on a date with someone and maybe not know it. Okay. Um, and these are the new things that we have to try to figure out. Well, throw the expectations out the window. We got a big dildo sitting on the, on the <laughs> counter right in front here. Wait, 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 I think she was going to... So off of that, you know, we have these expectations. So uh, I'm going to divulge something. Uh, I was at Harper's last week um, enjoying some time with my friends. And... Uh, my waiter was rather attractive, and I was feeling very spontaneous, and after oh, no. he cashed me out, I left my number on the bill. 
and I told my sister about it the next day, and she just couldn't believe it. She's like, I cannot believe you did that. Why would you do that? That's not what you're supposed to do. He's supposed to make the first move. And I said, he didn't even know what my name was. How is he going to make the first move? I said, you know, I was just feeling spontaneous, and I don't think that's wrong. I had fun with it, and you know what? He hasn't called me, which sucks. <laughs> Did you name, leave your name with the number? Well, yeah. It was that I, I paid my credit card, and I know what his name is, but... You oh, know, please don't, don't, don't say his name. No, 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 I won't. But I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with knowing that he didn't call me back, and I was comfortable with leaving my number. I think that goes back to being, you know, healthy sexuality. I'm completely comfortable with I think you I want am. to kick his butt for not calling you back. I'm a little bummed, I'm not okay, going to lie. Okay, Because he was cute, but... In your defense, maybe he got the receipts mixed up, mixed up and he wasn't maybe sure Maybe he left it, was. it, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Okay, yeah. we got a call, right? Yep, we have a call. Wow, all right, again. That's good. You're on Impact's Exposure. Hello. It's him. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I was just driving home from class, and I happened to have the radio on, and I was listening to you guys talk. Awesome. And Thanks for listening. You guys are talking about Valentine's Day, and I didn't really. Uh, comic a little bit set me a little bit on fire. Someone said something about. I'm the girl, and I should be taken out. Uh, <laughs> you probably didn't hear the first part yes. of what you said. Yes, thank you for calling in. You're going to get a double prize pack. I'm, I'm not saying you do that all the time. I'm saying I know I've been in that, you know, in a relationship for a long period of time where you just get to that point, and it just becomes monotonous on who pays. And well, yeah, but like, um, like I'm using use my situation for example. This is my first time. Like I, I've always had a job, and I've always paid for my girlfriend, like no matter what, and. Now, this is my first time we're away, and I, it's kind of hard for me to buy her everything, you know? So it's like, you know, the situation is always different, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it's a long-distance relationship, is it? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. We've been together for, like, two years. And, like, again, like, I've always had a job, and I paid for everything, and I always took her out. So, you know, I know how that feels. But yeah. now, when she comes visit me or I go home... We always are all like, well, what do we do now? Because it's like, you know, I don't have a job anymore. I'm living off of loans, and she feels bad if I spend my loan money on her. So we kind of work a thing out now, but, yeah. So let me ask you, why did you feel like you had to, to, to when you did have a job and stuff, why did you feel like you had to take her out and buy everything and everything? Why do you, what, who told you you had to do that? Um, no one really told me, but I always did it because it made her happy, you know, and they, as they say, they say chivalry's dead, but... I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to prove that it's not, I guess. I, I mean, I still get the door for her and everything, so. No, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, I think that being kind to anyone, whether it's your partner or not, opening doors, all that stuff, I, I believe that's we've lost that in this culture. But this whole idea of you taking your money and spending it on her and feeling like you have to do that in order to be chivalrous or be be the guy. Romantic. Uh, I mean, where does that come from? I mean, what the hell? She's got a job. She can pay for it. Well, yeah, but then all of a sudden you run into what the comment made earlier. Well, I'm the girl. I need to be taken out. Ah, okay. Okay, now I have a question. Okay. So you said that you, you know, used to spend money and take her out and do nice things. Now, my... I still do, but not as much as I did because, you know, I'm a student, full-time student now, so... Okay. Now, my question to you is, is it okay to back it down a notch? Do you always have to take her out to dinner? Can you do something that's free? Can you, you know, play Twister? I don't know. Something that's inex... Okay, that was taken the wrong way. Don't be that looked up. <laughs> Sorry! It was the first thing that came to my mind. Is it okay for, now that you guys have been in a relationship for a long time, and you, you know, she, she knows that you'll take her out and spend money on her, is it okay to back that off? and not spend money and still be romantic and do those nice things? Well, we kind of talked about that, and, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of what we did. We kind of backed it off. Like, I'm not saying I did everything for her before, but I did the majority, and then every now and then she would, you know, she would pay for, like, if we went to a movie, I'd pay for the tickets, she'd pay for the, you know, popcorn, but, like, I'd take her out to dinner, too. But, like, I'm just saying, like, majority of the time, I would just cover the whole thing. You know, we went to McDonald's. I would just get her McDonald's. <laughs> now, um, but still, like, she, like if she, should, if she comes here to see me, if I go home, I still get the majority of the stuff, but we do compromise a lot well, more. Let, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you. Now that you don't have a job and you're a full-time student, do you feel, feel less of a man or less of a partner because you can't afford all these things now? Well, can't tell um, the truth. 
No, I I don't know because it's just something we talked about, and like um, I told her, I do feel bad at time to time. Like it feels weird yeah. when like say we go out and she does pay for like say I don't get any food and she gets I don't know she say she's hungry and get, wants to get food. She goes and buys it, you know, and it, I, I feel weird me just like you know being with her and yeah. you know she buys it for herself, which she can. Well, let me let me do it. Let me do a Doctor Phil. Let me do a Doctor Phil to you. Get over it. <laughs> Get over that and tell her to get off the gravy train. <laughs> you know, you, oh, say, no, you, no, sound, you sound like a really nice guy, and she's probably a really nice person. And, and if, have you ever had a conversation with her about how you feel now because you don't have the money to do that? Yeah, that's, well, I said that earlier. I okay. talked about it. and I was just saying the whole reason why I was talking about this because of the comment made, like, yeah. well, I'm the girl I need to be taken out, but there's certain you know, circumstances that, like, it's kind of hard to do that. So. Well, yeah, because that comment might make you feel like, Maybe she doesn't tell you that, but maybe she feels that way. And, and if she loves you, she probably doesn't. Well, I hope not, because I hope, <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean I'm a deadbeat. You're not. No. no. You're a student, man. You're, you're going to school. You're not. You're going to make guy. the big bucks after you graduate. No you're not. Hang on, hang on the line, because uh, we're going to give you an extra prize pack that you can take back and make her feel good again. But <laughs> thanks for calling in. It's free. Yep, you're welcome. Good, good call. Okay, bye. All right, and we have another person that's waiting. I think they're... Being told the FCC rules. Nope, mm. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he had some good questions. Yeah, some good definitely. questions, some good comments, and and I always worry about that. Where, you know, and, and I'm guilty of that. When I started dating my my future wife and my great partner, now I felt like I had to pay for everything. And then there was a time when I had to go back to school and be be a PhD student, and I couldn't afford anything. And you start feeling really guilty, like. Here, I, here I've bought everything, and I'm the man, and I'm supposed to do this. Well, you know what? I had to get over that, too. And it's all about communication, because she probably loves him very much and probably said, you know, hey, cool. You know, I can, I can pay for it now. But sometimes you just can't get to that point where you say, I'm feeling really crummy about this, and I need to talk to you. Uh, but that's kind of what uh, I think it's all about, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. well, I think even now in the economy, too, maybe spending habits have changed. And, you know, maybe now instead of going out to dinner and a movie, you know, maybe you'll make dinner at home and then maybe go out to a movie. And I, don't, I wonder if that has impacted anyone's chivalrous habits or, <laughs> or well, dating habits. Or maybe right. it's more understood now, maybe. too. Maybe yeah, it's, it's easier to say, hey, you know, do you want to get this one? Because it is understood that the economy is bad and then maybe you don't have as much money to, to spend on someone. Yeah. Well, as Oprah said on her show, just go out and buy a big vibrator. Nice segue. Good segue, right? If you were going to talk about that, we don't have much time left. But, and, but do you still want to do the taste test or not? Yeah, you quick. probably should do it real quick. Interesting sex facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Emily, you have to. We'll go over those next time, actually. The sex facts. You want to do that? Yeah. So tune we'll in well. next month, first Tuesday of the month, for sex facts. And these are some And good hopefully, sex facts. Um, someone will be talking from uh, um, sex, pre-romance, sex toys. Whatever. We're going to do our own Oprah Buffy. show next month. Yeah. All right. Put on your finger because you have to try this in <laughs> sex toy parties. Just a little bit. It doesn't taste bad. I picked a good one. <laughs> she took mercy on you. It's we, not we, the banana. I, I Did you not get any? All right. And we have these. We have these. We have these, uh, oh, we have these lubes at Olin. If you. Yeah. If you ever want to come try it, <laughs> look at that pick them up. They're all flavored. It's so. Like a, like a Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, yeah. There's a Jolly Rancher Lube. What a great idea. <laughs> can do that Which one. flavor? What Jolly flavor? Wait, is it? I think it's watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. Well done. Luscious oh, watermelon. Good job. First guess. Now, now, why did you make that face when you did that? It's just there's the it's thought of what it's used for. <laughs> I knew it. So, I knew it. Not like they put it back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> this one is only for this use, so you're okay. Just for tasting. This is not in a bedroom. I wish I had a picture of your face when you. It was like, oh my god, don't make me taste this. <laughs> but it was just that look because, and I knew you thought that because it's it's lube. You're not supposed to be tasting lube. Well, that's why they make flavored lube is to taste it because yeah. if you're going to use it for certain Definitely. things. So. All right, we should go over these healthy sexuality week, week events, okay. right? Yes. Yeah. Healthy sexuality you week. You want to do it? Yes. Please. Before we get into that, we want to real quick talk about America the Beautiful, and that is mm. coming up next week, um, February 10th. 
It's at 8 p.m. in 108 Wells Hall. It is a free event. Um, the movie just explores America's obsession um, with physical perfection, and mm-hmm. the producer will be there. They're going to host a discussion after the movie, only about 45 minutes long. So 8 p.m. on February 10th in Wells Hall. <coughs> Leave Jessica Simpson alone. That's right. Ever Absolutely. Alone. She's a good person. Okay, Healthy Sexuality Week. Yes, Healthy Sexuality Week. Uh, this year we have events going from February 16th through the 21st on campus, and it is sponsored by Olin and RHA. First event is a candlelight vigil that is in honor of Black AIDS Awareness Month. That's going to be Wednesday the 16th. And um, if you want more information about that, contact Olin Health Center. Uh, the next one is going to be In Your Face Theater Troop. Uh, they came back, and they're awesome, uh, really fun to watch. They are Tuesday, February 17th, from 7.30 to 8.30 at the Brody Complex, and that's a free event. Uh, the next one is Sex Social, and that is new this year. We are pretty excited about it. It's going to be Wednesday, February 18th, from 7 to 9, on the third floor of the, the Union at the Lake Huron Room. And we're going to have a bunch of fun games and massages. Complimentary massages. Yes, good word, complimentary massages. Nice massages. Yes, yes. chair massages, phenomenal. And the last one is uh, Vagina Monologues. It's a show that's been coming here for a little while, and that's going to be February 20th and 21st. You can find more information online at the Wharton Center. All right, well, thank you, for everyone, for tuning in, and thank you of Olin Health Center for coming <laughs> in and hosting Sex Exposure. She still has that look on her face. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.